Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show brought to you by our friends at VCR Now, vcrnow.com. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you're just in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Texan Live. She's Ashley Pickle. What's up, Shley? Hi, team. How you living? Yep, we're here. It's uh, it's a Thursday. I've been very confused again. I guess I just never like recollected myself, but I've been very confused again mm. on what day this week. Mm. What? See. Well, I'm doing well. <laughs> oh, Today <goodness. laughs> is Thursday, August 4th, 2022, 112 days until Thanksgiving. Today is the birthday of... Uh, today is the birthday of uh, Barack Obama. He's 60. Nice. Today's also the birthday of Roger Clemens. He's one year younger than Barack Obama. I find that hard to that Oh, it's odd. Meghan Markle's birthday. Is Meghan Markle still mm-hmm. a thing? Mm-hmm. Or she run out of the paint? No, I think people They run still, her off the three-point line. They, <laughs> they, they ran out of the paint on purpose. Like, they were like... They cleared they, out? Yeah, they had enough of the Queen's stuff, I guess. And they mm. were like, you know what? So yeah. I think people like her for that. Mainly because people like when you stand up to power. Anyway, happy birthday. It's also Louis Vuitton's birthday. Oh, see, that's notable. I don't know. Sure. I think my wife had a Louis Vuitton thing at one point. Mallory has some Louis shoes that are really cool. That's because she's bougie. She is bougie. I do not have Louis shoes. It's episode 1428. On today's show, folks, we're planting some segment seeds. Yeah. I am going to issue my five bold predictions for the 2022 Texas high school football season here on August 4th. And then we will, uh, we'll reap what we sow in about a, a year in the back half of the show. Uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of guys who called their shot and made bold predictions, Jamal Fenner, head coach of Austin LBJ, yeah. who had been telling us, he's like, well, you got something cooking. Uh, they sure did last year, running all the way to the state championship game. He caught up with Matt Stepp at THSCA coaching school and convention. So we'll hear from Austin LBJ head coach, Jamal Finner coming up in the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? Oh, we sure do. It was just Chad, Aaron Arbuckle, Tony Baylock, and Aaron Flynn. Every single person coming in with a yeet. Well done, gentlemen. Keep it up. Welcome in, friends. I'll leave. Like well, We've been trying to get that done for 1,428 episodes now. <laughs> you people 
You what do you mean, you Oh, people. you know what I mean. The yeet people. That's what I mean by you people. The yeet people. Stick together, friends. Awful. All right, Pickle. We do this every year, specifically because... I like to go back a year later and go, Yes. That's why. But sometimes ding. No. And that is, we are going to issue some... Bold predictions for Living the 2022 life on the edge. Texas high school football season. Of course, last year, my bold predictions went, I think, two and five in the high school ranks. Two uh, two out of five, I should say. Yes. Two and three. Um, and look, I mean, look, I could sit here and, and obviously like our magazine, 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, st- should start hitting store shelves across Texas this week. Yes. A lot of people asking. <laughs> uh, should start hitting store shelves across it's Texas It's on the trucks. Week. It's on trucks. We don't control the trucks. Um. But it's full of predictions, right? Mm-hmm. We predict everything. We've got our preseason college football top 25. We've got the predictions for what we think of the Sun Belt. We've got our prediction for what we think of the SWAC, mm-hmm. right? A lot of predictions. Plus, predictions of every high school football district in the state. Yep. Got predictions, right? But, I and I could just dive into the magazine and be like, my bold prediction is that Tenaha will win their district. Mm-hmm. But two things. One... You know, it's just one district, you know, whatever. Yeah. By the two, <laughs> two, that's just, like, that's that would be going, that wouldn't be bold. Tenaha's favored in that. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a pretty, it's an extremely well-educated guess at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point, like, that's no fun. Mm-mm. What I want to do is step out on a limb. What I want to do is go out on the balcony mm-hmm. and, like, lean over. Yeah, we're not we're not growing daisies here. We're no. growing, like, cacti. No, we're. Big old cacti. We are, we're in it. We're in it. And so I've got five bold predictions (laughs) for the 2022 Texas high school football season. I think, I don't know if they're in order of most, uh, like from least to most bold, Mm -hmm. but uh, but I do think that all five of them are bold. So let's go. Let's start with prediction number one. And that is that there will be at least four repeat UIL state champions. Pickle, how many were there last year? Do you know? Off the top of how your many head? repeats? I know there were three new ones. Uh, two. There were two. Well there done. There we go. Austin Westlake won their third straight, and Shiner went back to back. Everyone else was a new champion. Ten of the 12. I think there's going to be four. And this is bold for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is bold for a couple of reasons. One... Is that you're saying there's going to be twice as many repeat state champions? Mm-hmm. That in and of itself is bold. Two, I'm only working with at most ten repeat state champions because mm-hmm. Lorena, or I'm sorry, China Spring. Spr- no, no, no uh, it was Franklin. Franklin. Franklin moved up to three A Division One, so either so they are ineligible to be to go repeat. Mm-hmm. They could go repeat, but then that would keep Lorena from going repeat. Right. Same thing in 4A Division One mm-hmm. because China Spring moving up to 4A Division One, only one of Stephenville and China Spring can repeat. Only one of Franklin and Lorena can. And they're in the same district. But if you take a look at the Dave Campbell's Texas football rankings, you'll see that I think there are a number of pretty decent uh potentials here mm-hmm. for example austin westlake is yep. our number one team that would be four i also think galena park north shore has got a great chance to win a state mm-hmm. championship caleb bailey's back right uh 5a division one uh we uh you know the that we i can't have it there either well i could no. peto peto could win a 6a state championship but they're moving yeah up, right so that would cross off 
So, one of them. so I could, yeah, I could have, could have that, mm-hmm. right? South Oak Cliffs are number one team in five A Division two. Yeah, and that one seems probably right. the best lock. <laughs> a four four A Division one, like our top two are the defending state champs in four A. Mm-hmm. So opportunities there. Same thing in three A. Three A Division one, uh, we we've got two and three Franklin and Lorena, but we mm-hmm. do have Brock number one. Two A Shiner. Yep. Or, uh, uh, Shiner could go could go back to back to back. They're our number one team in two A Division one, mm-hmm. uh, and then I do think that uh, I, I can't have it in two A Division uh, two either because no. Stratford moved up. Yep. Right. Uh, the the six man ranks may be what saves me because I yeah, do think Strong what, could. I do think Westbrook could go back to back. I do think Strong, Strong could, could go, go back, back to back. back. But yeah, I think there will be at least four or at least four repeat UIL state champions. That's bold. That is bold. But I think that it's going to happen. That's bold prediction number one. Bold prediction number two. Four. We're sticking on the four train. UIL 11-man quarterbacks will throw for 4,000-plus yards. Now, this is... That's a lot. This is bold for, for a lot of reasons, okay? First of all, last year, there are a grand total of two. Yeah. Ooh, man. Or no, I'm sorry, three. Three quarterbacks who threw for 4,000 yards. It was Chris Teton at Dublin. It was... Ryder Lambert at Stephenville, and it was Andrew Martinez at uh, at El Paso Eastwood. Those were the three guys. Is he back? Uh, he is not. He Andrew is Martinez not. is off. Now, Ryder, there were the a number of guys that I think were close and could get over the top. Mm-hmm. I think Jackson Arnold, who was about 80 yards shy of yeah. 4,000, has a great shot. Jacob Wilson, who's at Byron Nelson, threw for 3,900, right? That's Ashton DuBose. Uh, Bo Edmondson, I think they all have an opportunity mm-hmm. uh, to do it. And that's just at the 6A ranks. Mason Shorb was the 5A's leading passer. Yep. He's back. Keldrick Luster moving to a new offense. Maybe they make a deep playoff run at McKinney. He's got an opportunity. Austin Novosad was at 3,400 last year, right? I think there's a lot of different... Jaden Brown at Corpus Christi, uh, Corpus Christi Miller, Jason Thomason at, at Caddo Mills. Um, Chris Teton could do it again at Dublin. Uh, Braden Bennett at Mount Vernon's got an opportunity to do it. Uh, Desmond Woodson at Marlin threw for 3,600. He was two A's leading passer. Yep. Cannon Gibson at Wink was a 3,000-yard passer. I think there's at least enough candidates that there's a good opportunity for somebody for there to be four. Now, if you look back on uh, in, in 2000 and uh, there, uh, let's see, in 2020, two, yeah, 2020, yeah, 2020, there were, I believe, four. Oh, no, there were five. There were five guys who threw. Colt Shuckers at, at Lindsay threw for 4,000. Andrew Body at Corpus Christi Miller. EJ Lopez at Andrews threw for more than 4,000. Ryder Hernandez at Cedar Park threw for more than 4,000. And Sawyer Robertson at Lubbock Coronado threw for more than 4,000. So it's not outside the realm of possibility. It's not crazy. But I do think that we will have four 4,000-yard 4, passers in UIL Love and Man football this year. That's my second bold prediction. All right. Bold prediction number three. A first-year UIL program will make the regional semifinals. How about that? You've got to have someone in mind here. I have a couple. Is there's a this cu- might make me sound dumb. Is Lake Belton? Lake is this Belton first is year? a first-year UIL program. Okay. They are not a first-year varsity program. No, because they're good. They are very good. So that was they're the first very one good. That they came were undefeated and, uh, last year. Had a nine and had a nine and record last year. Uh, but I think they've got an opportunity uh, mm-hmm. to uh, to to make to do it. Now are they in Region Two? I think I think you could you know you you've got a number of other opportunities that could do it. Maybe it's a team like San Antonio Piper, San Antonio Davenport has an opportunity. Maybe Richmond Richmond Randall has a great first year. Frisco Emerson, 
San Antonio Sotomayor. Mm-hmm. They've got opportunities. Killing Chaparral. We're hearing good things about Killing Chaparral with Coach Allen here. I think there's a lot of opportunities here. My pick to click would be Lake, Lake Belton. Yeah, I think Lake Belton's got a great shot to make to to make a deep run if they can get the the, the right kind of, of playoff draw. But this is certainly bold. I think there I think there 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 are plenty of options out there. Mm-hmm. But I think we will have a first year UIL program make the regional semifinals. It's not it's not unheard of. No, Alvin Shadow Creek did it mm-hmm. um, in 2019. Yeah, 2018, 2019. 2018. 2018. 2018. was their first varsity season. Yeah. And they, they made it to the regional semifinal. They were still a big school when they did that, though. Yes. So, a lot of opportunities here for these program for, for, for this. I think we're going to have a regional semifinalist that is a first-year UIL program. All right. You heard it, Broncos. Get to it. <laughs> Bold prediction number four. Texas teams will win the season series against non-Texas teams, which, if I am correct from the segment we did a couple weeks, months ago, mm-hmm. that was not the case last year. It w- well, it, it, it was the case, case, but it was very narrow. Narrow, okay. And, and here's the thing. This is actually probably my least bold because Texas has tended to beat outsiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2019, they beat them 44-28. to 28. Uh, if you go back to 2018, let's see if I can pull this up really quickly. Uh, and they, uh, Texas won uh, 73 to 40, right? Mm-hmm. I think people get caught up in the real high-profile games. Yeah. Like uh, who was, modern was it? Day. Modern day. Modern it day came, came in and, and stomped Duncanville. In Duncanville, people are like, "Oh man, Texas is struggling." But what you've got to remember is that for every one of those, you've also got like Wellington playing Hollis, Oklahoma. Yeah. And um, you know El Paso del Valle playing Mayfield, New Mexico. Yep. Those ones really add up. And so I do think that, once again, the trend will hold. I think Texas teams will win the season series against non-Texas teams. I don't feel bad being a homer here. That's fair. And finally, number five. A team from the Rio Grande Valley will make the state semifinals stand up Edinburgh Vela. I think you got some options here. I think there are some real. I think there are some some legitimate bona fide contenders that could make that run to a state semifinal, meaning they win their region. Now, the the place that I have particularly targeted is region is five A, five A Division One. I, I think Edinburgh Vela could do it. Mm-hmm. I think PSJA North could do it. I think if you squint, I think Brownsville Veterans Memorial. I'm bullish on them. I think they've got an opportunity to do it. 5A Division Two has some ones as well, although that's going to be a little bit tougher. Maybe a team like Mission Veterans Memorial answers some questions, but that's going to be a little bit tougher. To me, if it's going to happen, and I do think it's going to happen. I do as well. I think it's going to happen in 5A Division One Region 4. Yes. Now, I agree. Corpus Christi Miller is going to be pretty good, mm-hmm. and Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial is the reigning regional champion. Yes. But I think that this is the year for an, uh, a Rio Grande Valley team to break through I think we will have an RGV team yeah. in the state semifinals. And then they might get faced with a uh, oh, college station. <laughs> maybe college station consolidated. But you know what? You know what? That's They're going to get there. That's why I play the game. That's why That's we why do it. The so there they go. are. <laughs> My five bold predictions for the 2022 Texas high school football season. We will see you in a year. How, how good do you feel? Give me like a, how, are you feeling like pretty confident? The the first the 
the the the first and the last ones are the ones I worry about. Yeah. The first one with four repeat state champions, that's a lot. That's a lot. And then the that's four, real chalky. The four four thousand yard pass. I think those two were your wild boldest. I think I, I think that's I think four thousand yard passes is gonna happen. I think yeah. it's gonna happen. And uh, and then the real Grand Valley team, because you're asking like one of those teams to break through and do something that hasn't happened in a long, long time. That's so true. I to where I'm at on this. All right. Uh, we'll see you in a year. Greg, they were bold. I'll Greg, give you that. You look great. Hope you didn't get hit by a bus. But, uh, you know, good to see you, buddy. Keep on keeping on. Take care of yourself. <laughs> get some sleep. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Magazines are beginning to hit shelves across the state this week. They're on shelves right now. I would call ahead to your store, Walmart, Brookshire's, HEB, Kroger, Tom Thumb, wherever you get magazines, Barnes & Noble. Or scan that QR code or go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. We'll mail you a magazine today. We'll drop it in the mail for you today if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, let's talk about our friends at Athletes to Athletes, uh, our very good friends. Some might say our best friends at Athletes to Athletes. This is true. Am I vamping so that I can find my uh, my read? Probably so, Many but people, you're speaking facts. Some people say. Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage and every parent wants their child to be the best. But is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics, location, coaching style? What about financial aid? There's so many factors that should be considered when selecting a college program outside of just on-field performance. That's where our friends at Athletes to Athletes comes in. They've put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be. It's got checklists, it's got do's and don'ts, it's got key strategies. This 22-page guide covers everything you and your family should know as you walk through your college journey. And here's the best part, here's the money line here. For a limited time, Athletes to Athletes is offering this guide for free to our audience. For free. It's like a million-dollar value. Don't hold me to that, but it feels like it's a million dollars worth of uh, worth of, of, of content there. If you go to athletes2athletes.com slash Dave Campbell today, you can download the free college recruiting guide. That's athletes, T-O, athletes.com slash Dave Campbell, or scan that QR code to get the ultimate guide to understanding recruiting college recruiting from our friends at Athletes to Athletes. And now, a word for our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. 
While we're at THSA Coaching School and Convention, we caught up with a number of high-profile coaches. Arguably none more high-profile. I mean, I don't know. I like Jamal Finner a lot. I do, too. Uh, good dude. Uh, he let us follow him around at State, so he's uh, great in my book. Friend of Dave Campbell's <laughs> Texas football, and uh, he's going to have another outstanding team. Did you hear that uh, they're mad that we that we ranked them? Uh, out, like, I don't know where we ranked them, because we're moving up to five at Division mm-hmm. Two. We ranked them uh, relatively low. Yeah, they're mad. Uh, I, I think they're. It. I think we had them like fifteenth, maybe ish around there. I love it. I love it. Uh, prove us wrong, boys. Here's our conversation with Austin LBJ head coach Jamal Finner here on Texas Football Today. Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, back here at the 90th annual Texas High School Coaches Association and Convention here in beautiful San Antonio, Texas, and we are head- here with the head coach of the state runner-up, Austin LBJ Jaguars from 2021 season, Coach Jamal Finner. Coach, appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your uh, busy schedule to come chat with us. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. Uh, first off, uh, congratulations on, on an amazing run last year. You guys, uh, you know, really you guys at South Oak Cliff last year as inner-city programs kind of captured the imagination of the state by, by doing something that hadn't been done in a long time, playing for a state championship. I know you guys came up a little bit short, but that doesn't diminish, I, I feel like, the, the unbelievable season that you, your, your coaches and your kids had. Uh, you've had some time to reflect on it. I know, you know, the, the first week or two after the game, you know, you're a little, you're a little down. You know, you're a competitor. You want to win the state championship. But, you know, now that you have a chance to take a step back, how special was last season for you guys? It was truly special, you know, uh, having an opportunity to reflect. And uh, just refocus, you know, we realized, you know, what we did was truly made history, uh, especially for uh, LBJ and then for the community of Northeast Austin. So even the city of Austin have an opportunity to go play for a state championship. So, yeah, so we we felt really good about, you know, the season that we had going undefeated. That was the first in the history of the school. And then going to state was the first um, in the history of AISD in 47 years. So it was great. It was truly special. When, when you now you know you get into the, you get into the grind of the off season and you know you, you start to try to plan ahead for 2022. When, when you were doing your off, n- number one, you guys moved up from 4A to 5A, so you had a chance to do spring football. Did you guys do spring ball at all? Or, we didn't. Or, okay. We didn't do spring football. So, but you, you know, UIL gives you a lot of lot of uh, flexibility there in the su- in the summer to do you know that the skill the, along with strength and conditioning get to do your skill work and that kind of thing and you got you got your off-season program as well dur- during the school year what were some of the things in off-season you know everybody wants to get stronger everybody wants to get faster but were there any anything specifically you guys really wanted to look at when especially when you got out there and did your skill work yeah i mean we definitely just try to build chemistry amongst our players we know that we got returners and then we got some young guys that's going to be able to step up in roles so we really focus on building chemistry and just trying to reestablish the culture of you know what what you've done the year before because if you can reestablish your culture and your chemistry year in and year out you can have a great opportunity to win football games and make deep runs so that's really what we focused on uh, athletic wise we got the talent you know we got the speed on the outside uh, we got the you know running back Cedric Alexander coming back up He's a good front. player yeah. I, I feel like I feel like if you give the ball to him you're gonna good things happen well I that's bet. the that's the goal <laughs> makes coaches look smart doesn't he <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely and, and and you know you, you mentioned the chemistry you, you have to build that every year because every year there's a group of seniors that leaves and those seniors have been there for four years and were ingrained in the program and you got to kind of break in those young guys and, and get them going so it's, it's always kind of a revolving door as far as trying to build that up and helping those young guys can continue that can carry on that legacy that's left by the seniors that moved on right absolutely you, i mean you're absolutely right that's what you have to do uh, obviously like you said you know you, everybody wants to get bigger faster stronger in the off season but that chemistry is really critical because if you don't have that chemistry they're not going to play together as a team you know you won't have the success that you 
that you want to have. So we really focused on that. I mean, football is the ultimate team game, and there's no game like it out there. You know, in basketball, you know, you can have one dominant you know, guard who can score 30 points. Baseball, you can have a dominant pitcher, that kind of thing. Football, everything's kind of working together, offense and defense. How do you balance that team concept with also trying to help your kids reach their individual goals? Because, you know, these kids, they want to go get college scholarships. They want to go play at the next level. But you're trying to still keep that within the framework of a team concept, right? Absolutely. How tough of a challenge is that for you? Uh, To me, it's not as challenging because we promote an individual success. You know, we believe if if an athlete has an individual goal, it's going to make him better for the team. He just has to understand that it's team first. And so that's what we really focus on. We focus on the individual, and then we know if they're making strides, if they're putting in the time, they're putting in the work, obviously being committed to the program with what we do, but then outside of it, you know, I really believe in connecting my kids with trainers and, you know, just getting them developed. So, yeah, once you establish that everybody understands their role and then you create that identity, it's really easy to manage that culture part. It's a communication, right? You got you have to be uh, transparent with your kids and then, the whole, and then then when you're transparent with your kids, you know, I would say it's the same thing, that they're going to be transparent with you and kind of t- and be more open with you and your coaching staff about what their goals are and you guys can help them reach those goals, right? Absolutely. Uh, when you look at your ball club in 2022, obviously you're moving up to Class 5A. Uh, it's not unfamiliar for you guys. You guys were, were a very successful and competitive program when you were in 5A, moving back into the Austin ISD 5A district. Uh, when you look at your ball club in 2022, what do you feel like your team is going to hang their hat on? What, what are the strengths of the LBJ Jaguars going to be this season? Yeah, we're going to be what we've been year in and year out. We're going to be fast-paced. We're going to be physical. And then we're going we're gonna to execute. You know, So those are the three things that we always focus on. And no matter who is there, you know, you graduate your seniors, you got your sophomores coming in, juniors, that we, that's what we're implementing, that's what we're focused on. You, you talk about executing, and, I, and I feel, I've talked to, to Jason Todd at South Oak Cliff about this. You know, there, there has been in, the, in years past perception of inner city schools being quote-unquote undisciplined, not well coached, that kind of thing. I feel like that perception has definitely changed over the years, and coaches in the inner cities are getting a lot more of, of that respect. They are, they are, they can coach ball. You know, you guys can, can coach ball just as good as your counterparts in the suburbs. And, I, you know, I've seen some suburban coaches reach out to inner city coaches now to talk to them and, and, and get ideas and that kind of thing. How, how, how proud are you, are you to be an inner city coach, but how proud of you are, are you that the, the – the perception of that has changed. You know, and your ball club is one of those things because I've talked to suburban coaches who watch your kids play, and they say, hey, LBJ is very, very talented, but they're also a well-coached, disciplined team that executes. How proud of you are that? Are you that? Very proud, you know, because everyone wants to be respected at that level, you know, and so not being one of those programs and teams that they say, oh, they just good because they talented, to see that, you know, it's respected coaching and then discipline-wise, that's really what you want your uh, program to mirror. You want to be able to say, you know what, my kids can match up with with any program and it doesn't matter you know about the talent level we know that we're going to be just as disciplined and we know we're going to be just as well as coach and that's what we really focus on all right now um, and on, that, on that same note before we let you go i wanted to let you let you know coaching school is about mentorship and you, you know you see your old friends and you guys are seeing seeing guys that coach them in high school that kind of thing who are some of the coaches that as you as a young coach really mentored you and helped you get to where you are today as a successful head coach of a, of, a, of a program yeah first and foremost you know my my former high school head coach Andrew Jackson you know he got the job at LBJ I came with him and then he passed away in 2017 so first and foremost I'm here because of, of what he's done and the foundation that he's laid you know 
but I do have some other mentors. You know, Coach Lynn, Carlos Lynn is, is another mentor that he's been reaching out to me. You know, Coach Gilbert, Chris Gilbert, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Sad Jackson, you know, Aaron Fletcher, which he's at the collegiate level. Yeah. But I got quite a few guys that I reach out to and I lean and depend on that are really helping me process. Now here's it. a question. Gil- now that Gilbert's in Austin at UT, shout out Coach Gilbert, uh, now that he's there in Austin, uh, has he invited you over for barbecue yet? Because, I mean, he, he can do some work on the grill. Has he invited you over yet? I haven't had the barbecue yet, so I'm going to have to get over there. We need to see how good it is, right? Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Coach, appreciate your time. Enjoy coaching school. Appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas, and uh, good luck in the 2022 season. Appreciate you, Matt. Thank you. There is Jamal Fenner, head coach of the Austin LBJ Jaguars, moving up to 5A Division II. Excited to see what they do at the 5A level. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to continue to win. That's a real yeah. hot take, <laughs> real hot take. But I think that that program is uh, it's in good hands. We had them ranked 12th in pre- 12th, 12th yeah. in preseason. I, I appreciate the, the energy. I appreciate I like the it. energy. Bring it. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. WTF? Women talking football. Yes. <laughs> That's the energy we need. Uh, live at two o'clock. Wherever you're watching right now, live at two o'clock. We're talking Brazos Valley today. Nice. Yeah. Who's your guest? Um, it is Miss Nicole Griffith. She is oh. new to the area, cool. but has been diving into the realm of Texas up. high school football. So she's loaded up and ready to go. Where's she from? Is she from Texas? I do not know. That's something that we will find out. But I can tell you that it looked like the last job that she had was at ra- a radio station in Nebraska. What was her name? So Nicole Griffith. I'm going to Google her. Let's see real quick. Um, Nicole Griffith, KBTX. That's her. Let's see. Um. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to read her bio here on the KBTX, and this is a tease for WTF. Ready? Okay. Nicole joined the KBTX sports team during the hottest week of the summer in July 2022. So she's new, right? Yep. She calls Western South Dakota home. Oh, man. And graduated from the University of South Dakota. She has spent time reporting in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and most recently, Lincoln, Nebraska. There we go. That is, uh, she won a Midwest Regional Emmy for sports anchor in 2020. There we go. I have to, I had a uh, buddy in college a University of that South started Dakota. off in Sioux Falls, so I'll have to know, see if they know each other. Uh, wow. That is, uh, what are, the, are they the Jackrabbits? Do I have that right? University of South Dakota? I think so. Um. No, the coyotes. Coyotes, okay. They're the coyotes, or the coyotes, I don't know. Um, they don't say coyotes. So, yeah, if you want to hear a South Dakota, South Dakota perspective on uh, what's it, what it's like covering football in the uh, BCS area, come on and come party with us. And ask her about South Dakota. Oh, yeah, I have absolutely. a lot of questions about South Dakota. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter. They did it again. They moved Vince's trophy. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at textfootball.com. I can't believe these guys, Dave. He's shaking his head. He no, doesn't go, like go the way. Republic of Foosball. Go that way. He's shaking his head. Mm, don't no, play. don't like it. He's going to Jamal Fenner of Austin LBJ for being our guest for Ashley Pickle and Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Mailback Friday on Texas Football Today.